Welcome to the Men's Global Livestream. If you have a Bible, I want you to hold two spots. One is in Luke chapter 10 and the other is in Revelation chapter two. Hold those spots, we're gonna be looking at those later on. If you're joining us for the first time, we are in part two of a series called Hearing God. And in part one, I laid the foundation by reminding the, the global live stream community that if you know God and you follow God and are in a relationship with God, your communication and your connection with God, listen, is under attack. We have a very real enemy with a very real active strategy, and he is working at you in the spiritual battle to destroy your communication lines with God. Why? To limit your experience in God and to limit your effectiveness in God. And in preparation for today, just to reinforce that fact, I, I called my friend Paul, who is a Marine F-18 fighter pilot, and I said, Paul, how do you guys talk when you're launching a ground assault to kill communication lines? And this is what he said. He said, what we say to one another is cut the red kill chain, which is your enemy's ability to communicate and keep the blue kill chain, which is friendly communication channels. And I love that. Cut the red kill chain, keep the blue kill chain, red kill chain, blue kill chain, cut the enemies, guard yours. And that's a principle that this series is all about. It's all about the blue kill chain, your friendly communication and connection with God, keeping it intact, keeping it's strong so you can win the spiritual battle and so that, as Paul says, the enemy can't kill you. Now, God's man, uh, to guard the blue kill chain, right? This one right here, the communication lines, and keep hearing from our strategic commander, Jesus, we do that by winning four spiritual disciplines, call it what you want, four life priorities, and today we're talking about discipline and priority and rhythm number one, which is this, winning slow versus hurry. Winning slow versus hurry. And to get us thinking in the right direction, I think all of us could agree that we live in a culture, listen, that's addicted to speed. We can't wait, or even when we have to, right? There's this inner uh, irritation that we have to wait, right? We're not used to waiting, why? Because things are coming faster and faster. Processes are shrinking. I mean, we, we move fast. As I mean, probably the majority of the guys that are watching this right now with me, as a practice, you probably drive over the speed limit and don't give it a second thought. I mean, you see people, you look to your right and left when you're driving, you can see that while they're driving, they're, they're texting at stoplights. Just practice this, just at a stoplight, just kind of look to your right or left, um, or maybe you can look at your own hands, but you'll see all this multitasking. I mean, when we go to the grocery store, we're hunting the shortest checkout line, right? We're trained to move forward, move faster, right? We eat and email at the same time today. We eat and text people while we're with people. We glance and keep glancing at our phones. I mean, my butt, you know, it vibrates and I, I reach for my phone uh, 
to discover only that it's some other meaningless notification, right? We sleep with our phones next to our beds, on and on and on. It is this cue of information that our brains aren't built to process, but that is speeding us up. And we're thinking about what's behind that and what's behind that and what's behind that, right? And in our digital existence, we're training our brains to process faster and faster and more and more information. And so we have to ask in this culture, this digital culture that we're in, that is speeding us up, that's giving us more and more, and we're getting faster and faster. Could it be, is it a possibility that the enemy can take these tools, this spirit of culture, and this assault on our brains and our hearts and use it to cut our communication off with God, limit our communication with God, distract us from our communication with God and thus tip the scales in his favor in the spiritual battle. Well, the research says, yes, we are living sped up lives. We are living distracted lives. The soul, the inner person is suffering. And how do we know that? The indicators, drug use, way up, opioid use, way up, suicide, way up, anxiety, way up, depression, way up. And at the root of it all is hurry, right? Hurry, more, faster, because the goal of advancement technologically, right, is to shrink processes, right, to make life easier, but that's not what's happened. When you shrink process times and you can do things faster, you can just add more to your plate, and that is exactly what culture has done, right? Processes and technology are good. They shrink processes. They, they increase the pace of communication, but now that you can connect more and faster, you just add more to your plate, and so you're constantly adding more, you're backfilling, right? You're in a hurry. I mean, you ever notice, you just say, hey, how's it going? And, and the badge of honor is, well, man, I'm just so busy. And today's culture, busy has is now code for, I'm purposeful, I'm living a meaningful life, I'm successful. When did we start to believe that? And the question is, is in all our hurry and busyness and multitasking, is it making us men of spiritual substance? Is it making us men of relational substance and quality, right? Now, God says that in order to guard the blue kill chain, right, your friendly, and powerful connection and communication with God. You have to slow in order to hear and know God. So the battle lines have been drawn. And if that appeals to you, right? Guarding the blue kill chain, keeping your communication and connection with God clear and strong and at a high volume, then you better put your gloves on because this is gonna be a fight. Now here's where we're going in part two of hearing God. We're gonna face this battle of hurry versus slow head on from scripture with Jesus, okay? Secondly, we're gonna get God's mind. We're gonna make some simple observations. And then we're gonna look at winning the battle 
of slow versus hurry? What does it require of us in our rhythm? And then let's identify some results so that there's there's a, a goal and an objective, like, wow, here's tangible, positive results in my life if I can win the battle of hurry versus slow. So let's go to the scripture. Let's go to that Luke 10 scripture I pointed out at the top, and let's, let's, let's watch Jesus guard the blue kill chain. Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42, very famous passage of scripture. Let's read it together. Now, as they were traveling along, he entered a village. A woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary who was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations and she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things, but only one thing is necessary, for Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. All right, so a very, very clear context, very clear players, very clear rhythms, all on display. Let's unpack those very simply, all right? First, there's Martha, all right? Martha, fill this in, is losing to hurry, right? She's losing her connection and she's losing her communication to Jesus and with Jesus because she's losing to hurry. Mary is at the other end of the spectrum. She is winning slow, right? Martha's losing to hurry. Mary is winning slow. And in the process, she's winning connection and communication with Jesus, right? Now, let's look at Jesus, very simply in this passage, Jesus strongly affirms Mary's behavior and just by way of comparison, he does not affirm Martha's rhythm, right, of hurry. Now, with those basic observation, Martha losing to hurry, Mary winning slow, Jesus affirming Mary's behavior Here's the question to me and you, write this down. Who reflects you in this passage, right? Is it Martha, is it Mary? Are you losing to hurry or are you winning some slow, right? Are you winning more connection and communication with Jesus? Is there clarity there or is it noise and a jungle of distraction? Would Jesus affirm your rhythm? It's valid, that's what this passage is begging us to ask. You see, what we need to understand is that God sees this battle that we face with speed. Uh, this is 2,000 years ago, by the way. So people knew how to speed up back then too. Right? They knew how to be busy back then too. They knew how to be worried back then, bothered and distracted back then, just like they do now. Now it's just same, same dilemma, uh, different scene, right? And God understands this battle. Jesus speaks into this battle. And, and God in scripture always talks about this, but one verse I love is in Psalm 46.10. He, God, says, be still and know that I'm God. I will be exalted among the nations. 
I will be exalted in the earth, right? So there's a message there that slow reminds you that you're not God. Hurry, when you can't slow down, when you can't be still, when you can't, in another translation says, cease striving and know that I'm God, all of a sudden, God stops being God and you start being God in your hurry because you're in control, right? Hurry gives you the illusion of control, more gives you the illusion of control, and can you see how the enemy can kill the red chain of your communication with God and you losing the blue kill chain, right? So there is a message of slow in scripture and God has a goal in mind. It's like, when you slow, you know that I'm God and you're not, right? I, I think parenthetically that's very clearly the message because the Bible juxtaposes who we are and who he is. And we get reminded when we slow down, we're reminded that he's God and we're not. You know, the Lord says all the time, I am the Lord and there is no other, parenthetically, and that includes you. But hurry tries to make you God. You're in control. You're moving to the next. You don't need God. And if you don't need God, you're God. So do you see how spiritual warfare and getting sped up, it's not a new thing. It's an age-old strategy of the enemy to cut your blue kill chain, right? So summary statement, write this down. God says only slowing creates hearing and knowing. Only slowing creates hearing and knowing. Only, it's only when you kind of pump the brakes, slow down, breathe, and come into a moment with God where you clearly see who he is, then and only then can you see who you clearly are. And only when you see who he clearly is and see clearly who you are, can we now start connecting in truth and reality. And that's what God's after. That's why we're doing this series called Hearing God. But to hear God, you gotta win this battle of slow versus hurry. Now, let's go to kind of some practical stuff. What What's it gonna require? Like, what are the basics? What's the blocking, blocking and tackling, right? What are the rules of winning slow? Let's, let's look at that. Winning slow involves, write this down, requires my physical presence, all right? You look at, at Mary, where was she? She was physically present, seated at the Lord's feet, okay? So there is a physical slowing there is an intentional slowing. There is an intentional positioning, right? Where we're slowing, we're physically putting our bodies in a space where we are before the Lord. That's step one. Number two, it requires your mental presence, right? Where was Mary, okay? Internally, externally, she was physically present, but where is she internally? Internally, she's listening to the Lord. Now, hearing 
is a biological phenomenon. We're going to talk about that later. Listening is an acquired skill. Sound vibrations going into your ear and your brain neurochemically translating them is not listening. Right? Listening requires presence. Uh, a true inner presence, all right? Second, and then thirdly, after physical presence, mental presence, that's involved in slowing. Third, sl winning slow involves and requires my emotional interest. Write that down. Mary was showing Jesus her emotional interest, right? Her eagerness, her priorities, her heart, her affection, her passion, her longing, right? For him and his words, right? And Jesus acknowledged that. He's talking to Martha and he's like, you chose this because you're more emotionally controlled by your activities. Mary chose me and she slowed down her physical body she, she slowed, slowed down her brain, she's mentally present, and she made a choice. And she has an emotional inner interest. Now, when you think about any relationship, isn't that what you want? That means that there is a real relationship there. If you're physically present, that means you're, you're there for relationship and communication. If you're mentally present that means you're you're in the next layer layer and level of connection and then if you're emotionally interested you're choosing making choices that communicate to the person that you're with i want to be with you i'm i'm interested now if that's true in human relationships don't you think that god wants all three of those in fact it's impossible to have relationship if you don't have three. You can be mentally, mentally present, but physically absent. You can be physically absent or, or physically present, but mentally absent. You can be physically present, mentally present, but emotionally absent. You're just a warm body. You're just, you're just taking up space and you're going through the motions and you might win the Academy Award for acting interested, but you're really not emotionally interested, right? You might be might be nice or you might be just you know ambivalent but outwardly you're you're showing god sees past your physical presence god is looking at and assessing just like we would are they are they here up here and are they here here just like we would in getting to know someone or being with someone and he's calling us out in this and in our relationship with God, it's very important that, that God wants us not just physically present, he wants us mentally present and emotionally interested. In the book of Revelation, it talks about sort of this disconnect where there's identification with God, there's activities for God, but the love is missing. That emotional interest in being with him. And he calls it out. He's talking about the church and types of Christians, and he says this to one specific group of Christians in Revelation chapter two. He says, I know your deeds, 
your hard work and your perseverance. I know you cannot tolerate wicked people that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. Yet, I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things that you did at first. Um, I don't know about you, but I remember when Christ came into my life. And the awe and the wonder of that, the hunger for relationship, just being physically present, wanting to hear every word that, that, that he would say, mentally engaged, emotionally interested. I'm in this new relationship. You know, it was budding, it's exciting, right? That's what Jesus says he wants from me. He says, you know what? That's who I want. I want the person who's not just physically present, not just going through the motions. I know your deeds. I know you've endured. I know you're biblically sound. I know you call out false teachers, all that. But this I have against you. There's no love there. Where's the heart? Where's the emotion there? So winning slow involves all three of those things. And the Bible says that God wants all three. He just doesn't want your, your physical presence and physical activity, not just your mental presence and commitment, that you're mentally engaged. He wants your heart, and that's what Jesus says. You love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your physical strength, right? He wants, he wants all of you, not some of you, and just like, you know, especially for you married guys, you know when you have all, all of the woman you love, or even you guys, you know when they're not there and when they're not there. God wants us there, right? God wants us guarding the blue kill chain, okay? Now, if we succeed in being physically present, mentally present, and emotionally eager and interested in our hearts, there's a power that invades your life. Let's talk about that, all right? There's the power of slow. Right, and the first one is what we're talking about here. It's the power to truly hear. The power to truly hear, because hurry reduces hearing, right? Right? You can't be present long enough. This is the slow motion camera. You can't be present long enough, right? Because you're, you're flying by the Lord, just like a person who's in a hurry. They're not connecting. The communication is bad, right? And in a war on the ground, because this is a battle, remember, um, we have to regularly do this, okay? If, if we were a field platoon and we were on patrol, you know, if, if say I was at the point and, and, I, and I went like that, okay? You would stop, you would halt, right? That's the sign for halt. And then if I went like this, if I went, it's like stop, Listen, listen for stuff, hear. Because in our motion, we can't hear everything, right? We're making our own sounds, 
our bodies, we can hear our heartbeats, our bodies, we can hear the, the ambient noises going on around us. But it's only when I do this and I do this that you stop and you hear, right? And then there's this, which is understood, right? So we stop, we listen, okay. We hear and then there's this sign, which is got it, right? Understood, okay? And the lesson is that when we're in motion, right? Or we're in a fast motion or we're sped up or we're in a hurry, right? You can't do this unless you do that. And if you do that and you do this, you'll get to this, okay? So the power of slow is the power to truly hear. Write this down and I open the ear gate, all right? And that's a biological kind of phenomenon where now the sound waves, right, when I halt and I listen, the biological phenomenon of those hit, the waves hit my, uh, the sound waves hit my ears, my ear processes it, a message goes to the brain and it gets interpreted, right? Now Jesus said along these lines this, in Mark 4, 9, he said, then Jesus said, whoever has ears to hear, let him hear, right? That's step one, right? The power of slow is the power to truly hear, right? And so we use our, our ears, which is both biological and spiritual, right? We put our listening ears on, we can hear, all right? So that's the first benefit of slowing is it, it gives us the power to truly hear. Secondly, it gives us the power to truly receive, right? In the Bible, over 484 times, it says, uh, hear the Lord or heard the Lord, right? So we're, we're, we got the power to truly hear, but that's not where the process ends. You gotta hear and receive, right? You have to take in that. I mean, have you ever uh, been with somebody where they're hearing with you, but they're not receiving, they're not taking in or taking to heart, right? What you're saying. I think 100% all of us would go, yeah, I've been with somebody like that. They're listening to me talk, but they're not receiving what I'm saying, right? But when you slow down physically, mentally, and you're emotionally interested, you'll truly hear and you'll truly receive. And and after the ear gate gets open, write this down, I open the heart gate, right? That's an experiential, that's where I'm hearing what is being communicated and I'm receiving and it's going from here and here, taking the elevator down to here. Now something's going on. Have you ever heard the expression, well man, that really hit my heart or have you ever heard someone say that really touched my heart or have you ever, heard the expression, oh, he's really had a change of heart, right? Or he's taking that to heart. That's what God wants, right? He wants you to slow, he wants you to hear, and he wants you to open up this phenomenon of opening up, okay, now you're hearing, and not just hearing, but then receiving truth, and it's coming from him to you, and it's, it's going, in the ear gate, and now it's headed to the heart gate, right? 
The Bible says in Proverbs 4.23, not on the screen, but it just says, watch over your heart with all diligence because from it flow the springs of life. So it's that heart interaction. It's that hearing from God and guarding the blue kill chain, the friendly communication from God through his word, but from the Holy Spirit, from Jesus's example, from other believers, from the preaching of the word of God on Sunday, hearing and then what's God looking for next? Receiving, right? Where you open the heart gate to let truth versus lies invade your heart. Now we're cooking chili. So to truly hear God, and to have the opportunity to truly receive a life-giving word, right? A life-changing word that, that cuts to your center, something happens. And it talks about that in Hebrews 4.12. Listen to the scripture talk about truly receiving God's word. It says this, God means what he says. What he says goes. His powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open to listen and obey. Wow, that's that process of truly hearing and truly receiving. It's, it's preparation for what's next. So slowing down gives us the power to truly hear. Slowing down and winning slow gives us the power to truly receive. And then slow gives us the power to write this down, truly know, right? We truly hear God, we truly receive a word from God, and that leads to life change, right? And that's where the ear gate, right, is opened, the heart gate is opened, and now the life gate is open and that is the spiritual phenomenon of growth right jesus talked about hearing the word and there's different types of hearers there's there's hearers and non-receivers there's there's hearers and and non um acceptors but then there's hearers receivers acceptors and then listen to what he says happens others like seed sown on good soil hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop. See the dominoes fall? See the progression of, you know, okay, I've slowed down enough to truly hear. I now have the opportunity to receive and accept what I'm hearing. And then when I truly receive and accept, the ear gates open, the heart gates open, now it's gonna produce a crop, right? There's gonna be fruit, there's gonna be an outward expression of the hearing and the receiving, right? Now I truly know. And when you truly know, that leads to life change and transformation, okay? The outer expression of the inner process happens and that's what's the most powerful thing of knowing Jesus. You slow to know and hear, he speaks to you, you receive a life-changing word from God and you accept it personally. And then when you accept it personally for you, you say, that's for me, yes. All of a sudden the life gate opens and there's this germination of change. Your life, your spirit, your thinking, your outward expression, it now, the, the hearing and the receiving starts to produce a crop. It's a picture of productivity and germination and life coming, new life coming out. And that's what God 
wants in all this. He's making us new. He's making us like Christ. And I love when Jesus says, you know, when, when there's slowing and there's hearing and receiving and the ear gate, the, the heart gate and the life gate opens. Listen to what he says in Mark 10, 27. You know, stuff happens. He says, what I tell you now in darkness, in, in private, shout abroad when daybreak comes. What I whisper in your ear, shout from the housetops for all to hear. When, when God speaks to you, it's a word that goes in you, and then what happens? It's a word that goes through you, right? So people say, hey, how you doing? Well, you may find this hard to believe, but my life rhythm, I'm, I'm winning a little bit more slow over hurry. And now that I've slowed down, just trying to be physically present with God, trying to slow my brain down a little bit and truly hear what he wants me to know. And I've truly received, today I've truly received a word from God and I can already sense that it's changing me and here's what it is. Ooh. Man, that, that's ministry right there. Living life in God, living life with God, guarding the blue kill chain, protecting your communication line, truly hearing, truly receiving a word from God, and then truly knowing that word for yourself and your life, right? Where there's integrity now in the relationship that you have, and now it gets expressed out, right? And in this dimension of your life, hearing God, truly receiving, truly knowing, changing, transforming, speaking the change and transformation. We're just learning the rhythm of Jesus. Now, did Jesus have a full plate? Yeah, right from Luke 4, 16 to 18, when he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, sight to the blind, freedom to the oppressed, right? Proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. He was gonna get going, but you would watch him in this rhythm of, of slowing and then getting going. Slowing and then getting going. Slowing being with God, hearing from God, knowing God, and then going, right? And that's really the bottom line. If you wanna be like Jesus, and that's, what God's intention is for you, that's his highest vision for you, is to be like Jesus, then you're gonna win slow over hurry. And it doesn't mean you don't have a full plate, but it does mean that you slow your body down, you breathe, you slow your mind down, maybe you breathe a little bit more, right? And you're interested as a discipline, right? As a discipline. Um, to connect with God, guard the blue kill chain, win the spiritual battle one day at a time. Just one day at a time as a discipline. You see, smart men discipline themselves toward relationships. Relationships with God and people. But you know what that requires? You gotta slow down. You gotta slow to know.
to know people, you have to slow down. There's no such thing as hurry and quality. You can't be in a hurry and have quality relationships with anybody, right? It's a disincentive to be in a relationship with you. If you're always in a hurry, it's discouraging, right? It's depressing, right? Because no one ever gets you, the real you. So learning this rhythm, this discipline, winning the spiritual battle, we just gotta become like Jesus. We gotta let God speak to us right now. The Holy Spirit is saying to, I would say 100% of us, you gotta guard the blue kill chain. If you're guarding it well, great, keep guarding it. But I think for the majority of us, um, we're really struggling because we have that digital carnivore in our pockets that we're constantly reaching for. So it's gonna be some, some hard decision-making. Now, I want us to remind I want, us, I want us to be reminded of Jesus' words uh, in Matthew 11 and Mary's example. Let's look at Matthew 11. It says this, Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Now, to keep company with Jesus, you got to guard the blue kill chain. And when you do keep company with Jesus, when you guard the blue kill chain, when you, when you slow to know and hear and receive, then something happens. You, you experience um, freedom versus bondage, and you experience lightness versus heaviness. I want more of that. But it's gonna, it's gonna mean that I gotta fight for it. I gotta, I gotta slow down. Hey man, you might've heard the word quiet time, men of, God, we gotta rock the quiet time. That's a great thing, all right? Slow, right? We need, we need to just kinda do things and practice sticking it to the devil by slowing down. You know, do you, do you realize that? You can stick it to the devil by just, you know what? I'm gonna not gonna let you speed me up. And you know what? Guess what? I'm gonna drive the speed limit just to stick it to the man. I'm gonna stay in the long line, in the grocery counter, maybe talk to somebody, right? Look around, right? I'm gonna slow down. I'm gonna take time. I'm gonna turn my phone off. <gasps> when I'm with the Lord. I'm not gonna sleep with my phone next to my bed, all right? I'm gonna take time away in, in nature right, with the phone off, and just slow down. Because if hurry is the devil, slow is God. Jesus had a lot to do, no doubt, but his rhythm wasn't, I'm compelled and in a hurry. And we see in that vignette, who reflects you? So my prayer for you is that you'll win the battle of slow versus hurry this week. And if this resonates with you, please send it to someone else who's maybe in the same spiritual war so that we can get all on the same page because I will say this, you guard the blue kill chain and you will destroy the enemy's red kill chain, right? You'll win the spiritual battle. Let's pray together. Father, I pray for every man listening to the sound of my voice and Father, together, just in faith as brothers, we, 
we lock spiritual arms in faith before you and we make a commitment to guard the blue kill chain. We want to preserve and protect and guard our connection and communication with you. We want to hear from you, God. We want to receive from you, God. We want to know you, God. And we want inner transformation that leads to an outer expression that glorifies you, God. But in our world, Lord, we're sped up. So help us to be brave. Help us to have some good boundaries. And give us just simple ways in the mix of life to send a message to our flesh, the world, and the devil. You are not speeding me up. Because that was you, Jesus. You won the battle with the world, the flesh, and the devil. And you took time to be with God. And you took time to know God. You took time to be with people and to slow down, Lord. So help us learn relationship. Help us have the courage to discipline ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, because we love you. We don't want what was written to the church in Revelation true of us, Lord. We don't want to be going through the motions. But we want a thriving, vibrant, love relationship that can only be accomplished through slowing down and taking time to be with you and know you and hear from you. And we ask for that in Jesus' name. And all God's men said, amen. Amen. So I'm praying for you. Send this message to somebody that might benefit. And we'll see you next week.